sure that uh, that program doesn't contain controversial subjects and uh, you're not impolite to people. Oh, definitely not, Dad. You know me. I'm never, <laughs> ever controversial or yeah, impolite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Welcome to Conversations with your lovable, never pisses anyone off, never been banned from Facebook or YouTube, never been sabotaged or censored for politely expressing a difference of opinion, ex-Muslim host Ina, keeping it non-controversial. Welcome to episode 31. I'm here with Pakistani journalist Saqib Tanvir. I've been reading some of his opinions on blasphemy laws and on the barbaric lynching of Pakistani student Mashal Khan. Now, Saqib, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You've written for Newsline magazine and The News, and you've worked for yeah. Geo News Urdu, and these are not small platforms in Pakistan. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. You're correct. Okay, so we're basically here to discuss your views on the whole blasphemy thing and this article that you wrote about Mashal Khan. Uh, I have pretty opposing opinions to yours, so I think this should be an interesting discussion. I couldn't find, however, the published piece on the news website, which you linked me to. You sent me, on Twitter, you tweeted an unedited screenshot, but you also linked me to the official published version, but it's not there. Did they remove it or something? Yeah, it has been removed by the management. I mean, that was a management decision. I don't know much about it, but they've removed it from the web edition. Really? That's interesting. They didn't yeah. say why they removed it? I mean, it's their prerogative. It's their organization. It's their portal. You know, they asked me to write it. I wrote it. And it's totally their prerogative if they want to remove it or not, you know. I'm yeah, but bothered. they didn't give you a reason? I didn't ask for it, actually. Oh, you're not curious? Uh, no, not much. Okay, okay. So yeah. then we'll just discuss uh, some of the quotes from the screenshot that you tweeted of the unedited article. So I'm basically yeah. trying to understand your mentality on why you're painting someone brutally lynched uh, for blaspheming as an aggressor here. So you write things like, um, while the brutal murder of Abdul Wali Khan University student Mashal Khan has evoked a nationwide outcry, when alive, he posted material that was religiously combustible and audacious in taking liberties with known concepts of religion. And you say, his posts did touch the red lines of serious danger. Um, things like that. So what can you explain to me what you're thinking here when you write that about someone who's just been murdered? So uh, here's my point, you know, uh, I mean, I wrote this new space like after five to six days after that incident. And, you know, and uh, the whole point, the whole uh, point behind writing this piece was that there was this narrative on the media yeah. and not just the not just the narrative, but the version of the government, the provincial government, that was factually incorrect. So as a journalist, I thought it was my responsibility to, to you know, fact check what the government has been saying and what is being written on the media. So that was uh, the whole point of, you know, of writing that piece. So what There's exactly was being uh, reported that was incorrect, that he was a pious Muslim or something like that? You were trying to fact check that? Yeah, 
Actually, uh, uh, so here's the complete story. After that brutal murder, that lynching, you know, which is condemnable, and there can be no justification for such heinous act. And okay, glad to hear you say that. Yeah, it's unfortunate that I, that I have to say it again and again, but you know, people want to hear it. So uh, on Pakistani media and even on you know uh, the the print media. It has been stated again and again that uh, Mashal Khan was a Muslim. He was a follower of Prophet peace be upon him. Uh, his janaza prayer was offered, which I actually thought, which I, which I actually also tweeted, that it is an injustice to Mashal Khan that a person who calls himself an atheist and we are changing his religion to Islam and we are also offering his janaza prayer. If Mashal Khan was alive, he would never have voted that. So. Uh, that is why I actually proved the Can whole, you explain uh, what a janaza prayer is? You mean like his uh, funeral a prayer? Fun- a yeah. funeral prayer. A funeral prayer. Okay. Yeah. A funeral prayer. Just yeah. for my listeners, because not everyone speaks Urdu or. Yeah. Yeah. So the funeral prayer. Uh, prayer and uh, another thing was that uh, it was widely being said every other anchor every other news story carried out this word that the unfounded accusations which I still believe is correct because I don't think uh, that the stories that I uh, that the quotes that I published in my news in my unedited version they were they directly led to the you know his brutal murder and I also wrote that in the story that they may not have been the reason he was killed right but you you keep painting him as the aggressor you keep saying you know he had the audacity and he aggressively challenged people on concepts of god i haven't painted him actually the point is the point is that uh, the whole point of writing this was that in a society like pakistan when even the smallest of the things can you know can lead to a mob attack uh, mashal khan was living dangerously on social media and uh, this has never been reported by pakistani media everybody's been saying that he's been quoting islamic verses he's been you know uh, there are posts of him in news bulletins that he's praying before the god he he used to quote hazrat ali which all and of they them said they is, they found prayer fact, mats in his room and things like yeah, that yeah yeah and they, and, and there's this kalma written on his wall so my point is when the media is already going into these details my responsibility as a journalist is to find out the truth which i brought out in that story but it didn't and come across I, as objective it came across as painting him negatively it wasn't just you setting the facts straight but also in this environment whoa 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 whoa, whoa. so which part of the story you think is you know is painting him wrong i mean can you read can you read the second line of uh, where i say that he was a bright student no no i understand you said he was bright and pugnacious his life was ended uh, you know uh, prematurely but you also say things like Mashal Khan right. took on deeply sensitive topics through provocative arguments with uncanny aggression from the existence yeah. of God to his messengers. He did not leave anything to quiet imagination when it came to debate and a deeper examination of the material that the murdered student generated on social media reveals a war level debate. Yeah, which is pretty factual, you know. unfortunately unfortunately I can't share the content over here his posts which I've also written twice in my story yes you said you can't religious sensitivities I can't reproduce the stories yeah so that's unfortunate that I can't reproduce them here because uh, uh, when you uh, see those posts and comments, then you will understand what I'm saying. No, 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 and I won't. <laughs> I'll tell you why because I'm not. Yeah. I'm not religious. 
I'm an atheist. Who are also. not, but a majority of Pakistanis no, are no, religious, and you know. Yeah, so I understand. these were the red lines that I'm talking about. That but in a society like Pakistan, you know, you have to uh, choose your path carefully. Okay, but do you think it's which, fair to, to... Uh, which is unfortunate? You know, which is unfortunate. But this is how things works in things work in Pakistan. But you can't just cow to that. You can't just uh, you know try to live within those lines. In fact, I think we should celebrate people who broaden those uh, definitions and those divisions where we are not supposed to step outside certain boundaries. Instead, you're saying that he's the one to blame for being aggressive in pursuing a path well, outside the mold. Well, there are certain boundaries, actually, which you have to, you know, which according to Pakistani law, you have to follow. And uh, apart from Pakistani law, I mean, there are certain norms which are globally accepted that you don't abuse anyone's God. You don't abuse anyone's These religion. aren't global norms, though. Come on. You know that in the West, we have many satirical magazines and jokes about religion and God. And we also have European states where there are laws which, you know, which talk about, uh, you know, punishing the ones who deny the the Holocaust. Let me get a bit theoretical here. Okay. Because uh, the states and, you know, the civilizations, the ideologies, they have this, you know, uh, characteristic which is built in, in every ideology, in every state, in every civilization. They are pretty protective about their ideals. Talk about capitalism. The people who carry this ideology forward, for example, if if I would have to give an example of US, I would give the example of McCarthyism, where in 1950s, there was this whole, you know, uh, talk about people in the State Department who were loyal to communists, they were member of the Communist Party, and they were investigated, people were fired, only because the capitalist ideology wanted to preserve it and safeguard it. So then you're speaking in favor of Islamism as an ideology of the uh, you know, spread of political Islam? I I am a student of international relations. I'm a realist. I understand that uh, there may be things wrong, that uh, there are actually things wrong with many religions. Uh, People misuse the religion. Uh, Some of the religion uh, prescriptions are, you know, uh, cannot be implemented in today's time. But the the problem here is that uh, the civilizations, the ideologies, they have this you know, built in inherent characteristic in them that anything that goes against it, it needs to be cut down. You, you agree with that? No, I don't agree with that. I am a student of interna- international relations. I'm talking about a theory that these things persist. But, but here is. you are defending it, right? In a, in a Pakistani context. Because I live in Pakistan, I am a law-abiding Pakistani. But don't you think that some laws... Okay, so let's talk about the U.S. when segregation was, you know, racial segregation was acceptable. People had to challenge and push that because it was a terrible, horrible, oppressive idea. And so you might not have been a law-abiding citizen at the time if you're challenging this obviously disgusting law, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So why can we not do that? You you understand that in a country like Pakistan, it's, it's being held back by religion so much, right? So I understand that you might be religious and you might feel offended, but isn't it better to live in a society where we... You're assuming that I'm religious. You're assuming that I may be offended. You don't know about me. No, no, I'm so, just saying, no, you can no, correct no, no. me if I'm wrong. I'm just saying no. that if you are and if these things are I won't talk sacred, about my Actually, I okay. I would only lo- uh, I would only like to talk about ideas and sure, laws, you know? sure. So Not let's say some hypothetical person is religious 
and they wish to protect the ideas of religion and God and their prophet and whatever, and some other person, their neighbor, wants to be offensive about these ideas. Like, even the most staunch Muslim will be blasphemous towards Christianity at some point because these things cannot coexist. They are in contradiction to one another. They each claim they are the one true religion. So you end up being, you end up blaspheming against them. And also in Pakistan, you find this that... Is where the, this is where the state steps in. State <laughs> comes up with laws. State comes up with enforcement of the law. Unfortunately, in Pakistan, there hasn't been enforcement of any law, actually, let alone the blasphemy law. So... But do you think that's a fair law to enforce only blasphemy laws when people offend Islam, but yet the whole state is fine offending other religions? Actually, in Mashal Khan's case, the blasphemy law was never applied. Yes, and you kind of argue that maybe if the law wasn't taken into mob hands, then the law should be applied. And my argument is that this law is irrelevant because it contributes to an environment where a mob like this can be whipped up into a fury and go and attack people. Even our prime minister, even Nawaz Sharif, has I have a about, question for you. Okay. I have a question for you. So you're a Pakistani national or a Canadian national? Both. Both. It, it, both. So did, did you take an oath uh, of loyalty to the Queen uh, when you took on the Canadian nationality? <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe I did. But but let me tell you this. No one's going to kill me for, for no, making fun of the Queen. It, it's not about killing. Or in I'm prison. Going to make a point over here. Okay. I'm going to make a point over here. So there was no way you could have gotten the nationality of Canada if you would not have agreed to that oath, right? Uh, yeah, it's just really just like singing a song yeah, and yeah. saying some words. Yeah, yeah. But so it's not the at the expense of anybody's here's human rights. Point. Yeah, here's the point. Now, it is against the human rights. It is my choice if I want to be loyal to Pakistan or not. State cannot tell me you have to stay loyal to the, to the state. It's your own example of blasphemy law. That's what I'm trying to no, say. No, no, you're when, comparing yeah, yeah. like some meaningless gesture uh, oh, oath I, to the queen, yeah. which many oh, no. people have issues oath, with. Oath to the queen is just a reference point. My point is loyalty to the state. State ensures that its you know citizens are loyal to it. Similarly, in ideologies, in civilizations, in religions, they ensure that the people are loyal to the uh, to the religious obligations okay but here's the thing right religion is an idea the state is somewhere where you actually exist and you can see it's it's in front of you and you can see the benefits of uh belonging to the state that you like we get health care coverage so and no one is going around policing me one second one second let me finish my point loyalty is not tangible hold on hold on hold on I'm not being policed for criticizing Canada, right? No one's enforcing like an anti-Canada blaspheming law here. I can say Canada is shit. Justin Trudeau is an idiot or the Queen is a, an idiot. And, and I, ha- I don't have to respect them. I can draw and really rude pictures of them and nobody say, cares. Can you say that uh, Canada should be taken o- over by Russia or even Islamists or, or even, you know... <laughs> oh, no, why God, would I say God that? People, no, j- just a hypothetical question. How would the state respond to it? That would be a hostile takeover. Of course, you're going to compare now secular 
secularism yeah. creeping into no, Pakistan as that kind I of takeover. I am not talking about secularism. My, my my simple point is that states and ideologies they have these laws that protect the state and the ideology. It's like state having a, a loyal oath. and a religion having a blasphemy law which bars <laughs> a, a, which bars other people from defaming the religion that's uh, the whole point no because nobody's no, being yeah. beheaded nobody's being imprisoned you see the difference right whoa, nobody's whoa, being impres- so, imprisoned so for making in who saudi arabia people are beheaded for blasphemy in pakistan asia bibi has been imprisoned for blasphemy mashal khan has been lynched mm. and beaten let's not talk about saudi arabia because whenever people talk about islam they relate it to saudi arabia which is you know uh, saudi arabia is a, is a hypocrisy you know well so is pakistan and i and i would not go there you may say that pakistan is hypocrisy and i may agree with you and i may agree with you and i am not saying that pakistani laws or or even the blasphemy law in pakistan it's not as if i uh, hold it close to my heart and i am just propagating the fact that pakistani blasphemy law should not be changed i mean i don't care but my point is that right now this blasphemy law is the law of the land and it has to be upheld but you see how i gave no. you the example of no. segregation no 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 my point is should, should it not be upheld right now no in fact Why? people like you Why? should be arguing against it because it's immoral what is immoral and what isn't immoral it is up to the state and our representatives the state come on the state yeah. is is ridiculous our in pakistan <laughs> our representatives well that's your the opinion the state huh? sides with islamists that's, that's not an opinion no no, no 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 the state doesn't side with islamists you have to you know uh, check your facts recently the prime minister of pakistan ordered execution of umtaz qadri yeah yeah which, i hear that which which is a real bold thing to do let's let's recently, explain who umtaz qadri is because re- listeners re- won't recently, understand hold on uh, uh, yeah so umtaz qadri was a bodyguard of a governor of punjab which is the largest province of, of pakistan and he actually thought that salman tasi the governor had committed blasphemy which by why why because he questioned simply the existence of the blasphemy law so his own bodyguard yes. shot him yes 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 and which the state has executed that guy which was condemnable he never committed blasphemy even if he committed blasphemy nobody is allowed to take the law in his own hands that's my point i understand your point but it's such a weak distinction because you're endorsing a blasphemy law you're saying it should be upheld this is like yes, it should be upheld it should be upheld because i am a citizen of pakistan i've taken oath to follow the laws of pakistan <laughs> i may say that pakistan's laws are you know uh, medieval but at the end of the day i, I have to follow those laws whenever so i do my a- journalism whenever i do my journalism my responsibility is towards the public and the public upheld uh, uphold these laws but there's many many people in the public who suffer because of people journalists yeah. like you who side yeah. with the blasphemy law who get attacked who get shot at but here you are you're favoring Again, the state your assumptions are wrong what's I'm, wrong here i'm not saying that i'm only you know siding with the blasphemy law i'm just saying that the law of the land has to be upheld if not then there will be anarchy in the country That's the whole point of well, the law. Well, why not work to change the law of the land as many Western countries why have done, right? So I'm, hold on. No, no, no. What's your argument behind changing the law? The blasphemy law in Pakistan. What's your, what's your <laughs> argument? You know. Go on. <laughs> okay. The first the the first thing here that's a red flag is that you even need to hear an argument when you are seeing people lynched and accused of blasphemy 
in, in an environment where the prime minister endorses a, bla- a blasphemy punishment. Like why, you know, you, you one day could be on the other side of that. Anybody can at any time be accused of Let blasphemy. Let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing. I've been accused of blasphemy. There you the go. Organiz- the organization that I work for, it has been accused of blasphemy like 145 times. 145. 145 times? Yes, the organization that I work for. You still uh, work for them after they accuse yeah, you of blasphemy? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. The organization didn't accuse me of, of of blasphemy. The organization I worked for was accused of blasphemy. Uh, 145 times. Which yeah. organization is this? Geo, Geo News. I, oh. My organization <laughs> has been labeled as a traitor. Okay, so Geo is pretty the, conservative too. It, I don't, like, it's ludicrous. No, no, Geo is not, con- Geo is not conservative. Geo is pretty progressive, you know. Okay, well, maybe my, my standards are, are different, but, uh, you know, it's something that my dad watches. It's pretty, like, it follows the line. It, it's it's not, I don't consider it progressive. no, no. no, no. And on that whole thing about blasphemy law and Mashal Khan murder, I mean, if you have to look at uh, the, the utility of the blasphemy law and how it saved the life, you have to look at what happened in Chitral three days ago. Due to that blasphemy law, that imam of the mosque, he saved that poor guy who, I don't know if he's mentally ill or not, but he saved that guy and he handed him over to the authorities and saved him from the mob because that imam knew about the blasphemy law and what needs to be done. That's my point. But imagine if there was no such law, then he would he would not even be have to be handed over to the well, state. Well, he could just be, you know, well, you could just say that this is inhuman. Well, you cannot this, randomly well, accuse this, people of well, blasphemy. The state of Pakistan knows what people of Pakistan want. No, me, no, because many people speak up let against it. Okay, let me give you hard facts which can't be denied. Gallup. Gallup survey, Pew survey. Gallup says 80% and Pew survey says 84% oh, well. of Pakistanis want Sharia law. <laughs> this is what they've said. Right, this, right, this, right, right. This right. is what they've said. This is not what so I'm saying. So you're, you're down with Sharia law then? You're okay because because majority of Pakistanis are uneducated, living in poverty, and just get whoa, forced... Whoa, whoa, hello, no, no, no. hello, hello, hello. You're going to deny that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's... I don't know which Pakistan you're talking about, but you need to, you know, uh, re- read that survey. The sample size I've of read that, that survey, survey. I've read it. All these surveys in Pakistan, they mostly are urban. They're urban-based surveys. And urban population is usually educated. And Well, you know, let's define education And that Mashal Khan incident that happened in a university. You know? So... Yes. Okay. So let's let's talk about a couple of things here. The educated, the so-called educated population. Your, uh, your argument is so flawed. Why is Let it flawed? Let me. You're not letting me finish it the point. So no, no, no. What what you're saying is because people of Pakistan they're not educated. Because people of Pakistan they turn into a mob. You, you don't apply law to them. What sort of logic I'm not, is that? I know that's not what I'm saying. I'm this saying, saying. no, saying. I'm not saying don't apply laws to them. I'm saying fight these regressive Sharia type laws. You have to oppose things that don't fit into the 21st century. This that's is not how... my responsibility. That is a responsibility <laughs> of an activist. My responsibility okay. as a journalist is to bring out facts. I'm not an activist. 
So your facts are just that, you know, majority of the population in Pakistan is conservative, wants Sharia law. So we should just bow down to that and not try to change it. We should uphold. Did I say that? Well, what Did are you I saying? Say that? Or your, you know, uh, that power of deducing and drawing conclusions of your own. Well, no, then correct me if I'm wrong. I've never said that. What are you saying? I've then? never said that I endorse Pakistan implementation of regressive laws in Pakistan. Did I say that? Did no, I? but you're talking about Sharia Did laws. I? You're talking about how 80% am, or so am, want Sharia am, laws. Sharia involves and, a lot more than just you blasphemy. Said, you said that you've met many people in Pakistan who don't want these laws in Pakistan. And I told you that 84% of people in Pakistan, they want Sharia law. I just gave you a fact check. Just why, say why no. So hard for you to understand the reality inside Pakistan, you have to live according to the will, to, to the wishes of the of the masses. Democracy does that ring a bell? Democracy. <laughs> this yeah? is not democracy. Uh, uh, forcing yeah, people yeah. through religious yeah. Sharia law. That's not democracy. Are you kidding me? What choice do people have? I am not talking about your point. I'm saying that when majority of the people want Sharia law Majority in of the people have been indoctrinated into religious upbringing. They don't even understand what different life is like. They don't understand differing viewpoints because they're quashed, they're you killed. Paint, you paint Pakistanis as someone living in, you know, cave. They, no, they, no, you they, are painting they, them as that. I'm arguing for the minority Pakistanis who are progressive and their voices should be uh, highlighted and uh, let flourish. Voices but you are, are arguing for the masses that voices, want to oppress. Their voices are always highlighted. It's the voice <laughs> of the weaker that never gets to the to, 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 you know, mainstream media. What are you talking? Who? Whose voices are highlighted? Kandil Baloch, uh, Sabine Mahmood. All these people are killed for being slightly different. Do you know, do you know why Kandil Baloch was killed? It was an honor Kandil, killing? Kandil Baloch was killed because his brother... Her brother? That, yeah, her brother did not have the same education that people like us who live in the urban elite he did not have that same education. It was a pure development problem. If he was as educated as, as like you, he would not have killed his sister. Hold on. So that's the whole point. That's no, whole but this point. is this is what this re- endorsement of religious laws leads to, right? The the idea Honor that a woman should be covered up. Hold on, hold on. I'll I'll tell you my opinion. Let me finish it, and then you can refute me. So Kandil Baloch, for my audience, is was a YouTube star that was you know wore very revealing clothing and just didn't care about. Mullahs and her brother felt very dishonored by her dancing around on YouTube and becoming very popular. And so he strangled her to death from what I remember. It was horrifying. But there are many people who spoke up against it. And there are also many people who spoke up kind of saying, oh, well, she shouldn't have done that. And, you know, this is an Islamic country. I've never met these people. I've never met these people who, 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 who have condoned a murder. No, 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 they're not condoning, but you see in the same way, hold on. Then you say, then you say that her brother killed her. You don't tell the people that it was her own father and mother who went to the police and filed a case against their own son. Yes. So, do you think it's some evil conspiracy on my part to paint uh, Pakistanis as backwards? No, but you're the one that's, yes? Yes. 
Yeah. Okay. But you're the one that's arguing that the masses want this horrible Sharia law, and we should uh, openly uphold that. And and even when journalists like you are accused of blasphemy, now imagine if that mob came after you. Falsely accused, falsely accused, and mob has came after me like twice in my life because I work for for an organization and mob so isn't that scary as a journalist like of course falsely accused I want to make it clear you weren't blaspheming but this this we should get to a point in Pakistan where that is irrelevant I even wrote a small piece on my blog on Mashal Khan and I argue that it's completely irrelevant all the people trying to prove him being religious with uh, prayer mats being found in his room I'm sad that they have to do that but do you see why they might want to just clear his name even if technically you've discovered a few uh, sort of blasphemous posts you, you, you don't need to clear his name the point is the mob kill him you have to uh, you know execute or you know bring that mob to justice try them and you know how are you gonna execute or bring to justice three four thousand people like there are people that are you know hiding who had part in it and like how are you gonna and like <laughs> So you would have preferred as that they just speak, handed. As we speak, as we speak, forty-one people have been arrested for that murder, and further investigations are ongoing. So, That's fantastic. Know, now, yeah. if we if we made you ruler of Pakistan, right? I would never want to be a ruler of Pakistan. Just hypothetically speaking, you no, would. No, you can't answer hypothetical questions, you know. But so go on. You would course. rather that the law of the land is upheld as it is right now than change the law. It has to be the will of the people. One person cannot impose his will on on the public. Wow. So does it matter how immoral there, 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 seeming there it is? There is a parliament in Pakistan. There is a parliament in Pakistan. Only they can just. But all of that stuff is just garbage. Come on, man. Like, you you don't find any... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I can't let you say that the legislation done by Pakistani people is garbage. I can't let you say that. Uh, Well, I'm sorry, but the blasphemy law is absolute garbage. And unless... Well, well, that's what you think. But people of Pakistan don't think that way. So, you know... There are some people of Pakistan who do think that way. And instead, you want to... Not highlight their voices, but highlight the Sharia-loving masses. Fortunately, fortunately, Pakistan is a democracy, and only uh, what the democracy. majority wants can be. It's not a real democracy, and it has not been for a long time. That's what your opinion is. <laughs> okay, well, I think you're just uh, denying I, facts now. I actually now. love it when you have nothing to answer and you just you should just laugh it off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, but you, what I you're saying is so I silly, I though. Do you think it's a proper democracy where, you know... No, it is not. It is not. But when it comes to legislation, it is done, you know, in a democratic fashion. Yeah, no. No. Challenge me. Challenge my friend. <laughs> I, I don't know how to how to challenge someone who thinks that because the masses are Sharia loving, we should uphold Sharia law. You know that Sharia law also... Isn't that what democracy is? That is not democracy because that no? is fe- that's a theocracy. That's a fear of religion. Wow. That's a wow. So <laughs> I don't know what to say to you. Why democracy says? That Why are you laughing it off? Like for the people, by the people. You know that uh, that famous maxim. Is Mashal Khan not a member of that society? Is Raza Rumi not is. a member of that society? Is uh, every is Asia Bibi not the people? All these people who have suffered because of these ideas of blasphemy. Even our right wing preachers have been accused of blasphemy, like Junaid Jamshed, and had to flee the country. So nobody is fair. 
about uh, in Pakistan unfortunately every other law is abused every other law you know it's not abused this blasphemy law that you that you're talking about that people abuse it for their own personal gains it it does happen but when you compare it with other laws that are abused by general public it's nothing let me give you an estimate in every police station in pakistan whenever there's a small fight there are two parties to a fight one party goes to the police station and files fir against the other party a complaint what the second party does is they they you know uh, they file a cross fir and every time they file that cross fir it is you know uh, fabricated and that is how they abuse the law so now you are going to tell me that we also change pakistan's criminal procedure code because people are abusing it my point is if people are abusing a law you need to enforce it with with vigor and all honesty <laughs> you don't see how absurd that is right because you want to enforce a law that is garbage to begin with there's no enforcing this that's properly it's always abused it's a, it's people an abusive law people of pakistan don't see it that way well, if you pakistan, want to say, if you want if you want to say that raza rumi or three to four other people that you talk about they represent pakistan then lady you are hugely mistaken no they i'm not represent saying they represent pakistan they represent i'm saying they should they should we should work towards that because that is, is the path to equality unfortunately you don't have the you know uh, uh, the capacity to uh respect others opinion and what they believe <laughs> you know not, i'm not you, respecting <laughs> you don't want to appreciate the fact that people of pakistan want something but what you want for them is your own ideals you no. want to impose those ideas on them what i want is a work case? towards equality case? and freedom it, this is not my idea isn't that the case isn't that the case no you're you the one that's not respecting okay you're calling a recently murdered lynched victim aggressive and audacious in challenging concepts of god and you're telling me i'm not able to respect other people's ideas about punishing people for differences of of opinion why should i respect this respect he had all the right to post he had all the right to post whatever he posted on facebook but my point is in a society like pakistan he was treading a wrong path not so he's path, the one that path, was treading the wrong path, path to you no. not the blasphemy yeah, law this is what's so absurd to me you're finding him Lady to blame blasphemy blasphemy law you can call me hold on you can call me aina you don't have to call me lady okay fine okay so mm-hmm. you, this is what is so appalling here you're finding yeah. him treading a dangerous path it's sort of like the accusation that a woman wearing a short skirt is the one that invited i don't say that he i'm not saying that it was his fault that he was killed i'm merely saying that he But was treading a wrong path no this a is what you're path. saying whether you say it or not this is what you're this is what you're implying with your words you're saying oh, that he was living you dangerously you're saying that yes, his i living dangerously <laughs> like you said like you said yourself that majority of the people in pakistan they would get offended whenever they hear uh, this sort of discussion so it, no? yes no? but they're in yes. the wrong yes. here this so is the my, problem this climate is the problem lady uh, aina they may be wrong aina they may be wrong but the point is he was spreading a dangerous path yes or no No because they wow, are in wow. the wrong this should not be a thing in the 21st century that is dangerous to voice an opinion that god doesn't exist or that you think this prophet you disagree with so and so prophet 
Agreed. What? And, Agreed. and you and you Agreed. equate it to Agreed. you're right. You are right. You are right. So then why but are you here's saying my point. here's my point. In a society like Pakistan, you can't say these things. But you, you should be able to Do you to. agree with that? Do you agree with that? You cannot at Do you as agree it with stands. that or not? Yes, but you should you, be able yes, to. Yes, yes. So was Mashal Khan living dangerously on the social media or not? No, he's not the one that was in the wrong here. So, I agree. I agree. But my point is, considering the fact that Pakistani society is not yet ripe for these freedoms and ideas. And how will it be when people like you... He, wasn't he... No, 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 no. Let me complete. Wasn't he living dangerously on social media? No. He was just expressing oh, free ideas. Yes, yes. He that's was not, expressing no, his not. free ideas, but he was living dangerously on the social media because people of Pakistan, they do get aggressive. They do get violent whenever they hear this sort of thing. Why are you painting that's Pakistanis as such backwards people now who's doing it? You see, there's a reason. I'm not saying they're backwards. This is what, <laughs> this is what happened. No? This is what happened. Yes, because it's yeah. true yeah. that we have so some serious is issues. This is what my story was all about. No, your story was about painting him as an aggressor, painting him That's as someone said. who was audacious, painting him. Said. Pardon? That's what you say that I'm painting. No, I just read quotes from your article. Oh. You do okay. say that, you know, his murder was brutal, but you do also defend the upholding of a blasphemy law, which contributes no. to no, these no, types no, no, of no, things. No, 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 I've never written that in my story. No. You've never, you've never written what? You, please, please quote. Please quote the. Quote what? I'm just saying what I gathered from our conversation for so far. You have defended the blasphemy law. You have said we should uphold the law of the land. Have you not? Lady, please stop calling me lady. Let me tell you. Uh, let me rephrase my answer. Here's the point. Pakistan may have a law, which is regressive. You agree then? Is, it is regressive. Let me complete. Okay. Pakistan may have a law that is regressive, that is medieval, and there are many laws in Pakistan that are medieval. And that may include the blasphemy law as well. That may be the case. But the point here is that as of today, they are the law of the land. Aren't but they? you you think all laws of all lands should be upheld. Why do you yes. not want to talk about yes. Saudi Arabia yes. then? Why not uphold Saudi Arabia's Sharia law? Do you like Saudi that? Saudi Arabia is not my country. Because Saudi Arabia <laughs> no, 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 is not no, no. my but country. But then we have to Saudi talk about <coughs> the implications of this mentality that you have, that no law should ever be challenged. You know that... Aina, let me give you a simple reply regarding Saudi Arabia. I told you that earlier I won't talk about Saudi Arabia because their laws are... How should I put it? Brutal, let me find the right adjectives that may, you know, satisfy you. They are regressive. Uh-huh. You know, use all the bad adjectives that you want to use. Sure. I don't subscribe to what this Saudi king. But it's the law of the about. land, right? Most Saudis must yes. want it. And fortunately, I don't live in Saudi Arabia. So you think that it's not your problem just because... You don't live there. So Saudis that are suffering under Saudi laws that are being beheaded for witchcraft or whatever nonsense, it's not your responsibility to even make a moral condemnation of such a thing. You can't even just say in solidarity with them that this is nonsense and it should be changed. I've just called them brutal. I've just called them Okay, brutal. so then you're, you, 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 you got to say that Saudi Arabia's law as a land is not right and should be changed. Can you say that? 
Let me say this again. Saudi Arabia's laws are not right. So? Period. So Period. then you don't agree that all laws of all lands should be upheld? Yes. So, but you think that Pakistan's especially, laws... Especially, especially the democratic ones. But in Saudi Arabia's case, I don't think they are democratic. Well, I don't that's, think Pakistan is democratic either. But that's your opinion. You know, <laughs> laws in Pakistan are framed in a democratic manner. Pakistan is definitely pretending to be democratic. That's for sure. No, but you're it talking is about also you, you a religious theocracy. About, you are talking about... Uh, you're talking about the democratic ideals. You don't I think agree. that Ahmadis are Pakistani? What kind of are, country are, has are, to denounce are, them? That's not very are, democratic. They are Pakistani and I am no one to give them a certificate of being a Pakistani. No. Sorry? I am saying they are Pakistani, Ahmadis, but I am not the one who can give them a certificate if they're Pakistani or not. It is. So when it's it convenient, you it can look the country. other way. You, when you when it's convenient, you can look the other way and say, oh, this is not my responsibility. But when it comes to questioning the blasphemy law, you are like, oh, we must uphold the law of the land. So must we uphold Pakistani the anti-Ahmadi law, law? law? does laws? not say that Ahmadis are not Pakistanis. No, but Pakistani it says they are not Muslims. Yes. 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 That's Should what we? Pakistani law says. Yeah. So that's very democratic to you think? Taking one segment of the population and having your people denounce them before they even get a passport to travel? Do you think that's democratic? Well, that's the law of the land. I, I, <laughs> I have to uphold it. I have to uphold it because I live in Pakistan. Otherwise, okay, so you just said that Saudi Arabia is not democratic, so we don't have to uphold the laws of that land. Yeah. Now I'm showing you how Pakistan is not in some ways democratic, and you're saying you have to still uphold. But, he, but here's a fact. That law... The law that that we're talking about, about the Ahmadis, that was framed by a democratic government, by a liberal regime. Yeah, whatever the backstory to that is, yeah, it's a complicated yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not, you're, yeah, you're yeah. painting it as if I'm some sort of supporter of some particular politician or government. I'm not. I'm completely I'm not I'm apolitical. Not so I have nothing to defend here, whoever put that into motion. But what I'm saying is it shows that Pakistan is not a democratic country. It is not, but the laws in Pakistan are framed in a democratic manner. You can fr so you can frame them in Saudi, like 10 years down the line, someone can frame Saudi law in a democratic manner. It doesn't mean Saudi Arabia is democratic. If their, if their, um, you know, king becomes like a king of show, it doesn't mean that it's still not an Islamic theocracy. If, if, if the, the Saudi king installs the parliament and if that parliament truly, you know, democratically frames the law, then that's, you know, the truly the is the contestable. The truly is the contestable point here, right? So choice of the Saudi people, who do you think that favors? Do you think women get that kind of choice under Islamic law, even in Pakistan? Do you think women have the same amount of rights as men? I don't think so. Even just under, if you're just following Islam, they don't. I, I don't know where this where this discussion is going from. You know, blasphemy to the to no women. Uh, okay, I let's let's sense. circle it back. Let's circle it no, back no, no, to no, 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 no. Let me stay on that for a bit. Okay. You actually want to, you know, uh, uh, profile my views. No, I don't. I'm asking you. Isn't that the case? Isn't that the case that if I believe in equality for women, if I believe in women should go out or not, if I believe in women driving, yeah. if I believe in, you know, women have the right to wear what they want. 
Isn't that your question? Isn't that where where you're heading? No. No, that's not where I was heading. But sure, why don't you answer those questions? Why don't you answer them? And why would I answer them? You don't want to answer them? Just no, no, no. Just give me the justification, and I'll give you the answer. Justification of why you would answer a question on an interview? An interview about blasphemy law? Well, certain things are relevant to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you don't let me think? Just, let me just give you a reply over here. Okay. The women, the the women, have all the right to do what they want. They don't my they don't need my approval. Pakistani law does not restrict them to you know to travel to drive to you know. Pakistani law allows them to wear whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, but society does not. So that's a societal issue. Sure, yeah. And also, when it comes to things like inheritance, divorce... There may be things wrong with the society, and we should call them wrong. For example, when the mob attacked Mashal, that was a a reflection of a society, which is wrong. No, it's the reflection of the law. It's the reflection of the law. Do you see the law? It has nothing to do with the law. It has nothing to do with the law. The law is sanctioning punishment. Chitral incident was a reflection of the law. I don't know the that incident, boss, so you're going to have to explain so to me what happened. So, so, so this is what happened. Two days ago, in Chitral, a mentally ill person, allegedly, that's what the people say, after the Juma prayers, he, st- he stood up and he allegedly said some blasphemous things, which I haven't been able to verify and I haven't tried to verify it, but this is what the people... Of Chitral are saying. But you would feel it's your duty to verify whether he said them or not? Like, why not just can let I, it be? Can we just stay on, uh, you know, explaining the issue first? Okay, okay, can go we? on, go yeah. on. So, so uh, the people in the mosque, they attacked him. They started to beat him. They punched him. Imam of the mosque stepped in. He saved that poor guy. He handed him over to the police authorities. That mob in the mosque, they went to the police station. They protested outside the police station. They asked the police to bring that guy out. The police did not. Army was called over there and law of the land was upheld. They did not give in to the mob. This is what blasphemy law in Pakistan says. That's it. (laughs) You're saying that the blasphemy law is protective of people so that they can be punished by the state rather than by mobs. Now, why why do you need a blasphemy law to protect people from mobs? Can't you just protect them anyway? Why do you need a blasphemy law to satisfy some sort of hunger in the mobs to have these people punished? Is that why you need the law? Blasphemy law was never created to, you know, to deter a mob. Blasphemy law was created to deter people uh, from hurting religious sentiments of other people. Why should that be a thing in the 21st century? Why can we not hurt the sense? Like you're literally saying there's there's a law to protect people's hurt feelings. Yes. Why? Why do we need a law for that? Why does a religion that is all-powerful, all-knowing, the truth, God, whatever, whatever, why does that need protection in legal form? Why can it not uh, withstand criticism? You know, this is how we progress. Because people are sentimental about the religion. So don't you think it's better to change that? For example, if I one day, you know, uh, came outside your house and, you know, shouted and started abusing your father, what would you do? I would say there's a crazy person outside my house and I'd ignore you. And and won't you call the police? 
depends on what a nuisance you're being. Yes, yes, yes. So do you think that... uh, Hold on, hold on. You think someone's private Facebook is comparable to that? And someone's father is comparable to a god you have never known or met? Come on. So firstly... Okay, okay. Firstly, where they want to enforce blasphemy laws is people privately just stating opinions like Mashal Khan on Facebook. Even the prime minister has called for removing blasphemous content. They have banned YouTube. Do you think this is comparable to someone screaming outside your house about your God not being real? It's not even comparable to that. See, see. My example was just to establish the fact that when you hurt people's sentiments, people react. That's my point. No, you do not get killed. You do not get imprisoned for insulting someone's father, though. You don't. My feelings might be hurt, but... For God's sake, for God's sake, I said this categorically, that Mashal Khan incident can never be condoned. It was brutal. It was a cold-blooded murder. Why do you bring that, bring this whole issue up again and again? Because you're not, you're missing the entire point. You're condoning it no, in no. an indirect way. If you want to uphold punishments for blasphemy, this is just did a wilder punishment. Did you go through my Twitter feed before interviewing me? Uh, I did somewhat, and I saw things like why. What does the blasphemy law have to do with, uh, you know, Marshall being lynched? Can someone please explain to me? Yes. And any other tweets that you may, you know? Yeah, I did. I certainly did, but I don't remember them offhand. Why? What are you getting at? It's unfortunate that you've been selective of what you've researched. I mean, before my... Well, I'm asking you about a specific topic, so of course I'm going to be selective and talk only about that and not about your lovely tweets about some garden or whatever else you might have on on Twitter, you know? We're talking about one specific incident and your views on that incident, which I find troubling. So, so... So, uh, you must have seen my tweets regarding Mashal Khan then. All the tweets? Uh, I, I'm sure you... Look, even in your article, you condemn it. You call it brutal. I'm not questioning that. I, in fact, said at the beginning of the podcast that... No, 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 no. You said I'm condoning. You said I'm condoning. I said indirectly. So, on the one hand, you condemn it, well, right? On the other hand, you want to uphold blasphemy laws. And you say, what do blasphemy laws contribute to lynchings like this? Right? So, I think that's an indirect condonement. Well... Unfortunately, then I'll have to say that you're wrong. <laughs> but, but That's as plain and simple as that. Don't you think it's cruel to now justify that he was a blasphemer? That he was aggressively... I never said that he was a blasphemer. I never said that he was you, a blasphemer. Well, look, look, no, 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 no. You didn't say those words. You didn't say those words, but you said that certain things he said cannot be reproduced because you don't want to hurt religious sentiment. What else is that saying? In so many words, you are saying he was a blasphemer without saying those words. Because blasphemy has a certain definition according to Pakistan law. And I cannot, I am no authority on the blasphemy law. It is. You chose to spend your time to prove him a blasphemer. Right? This is what you saw, a worthwhile use of your time, instead of saying that this is just stopping it disgusting. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are you taking notes of what I've been saying to you? Are you? No, I'm not. I remember. Yeah. So, your first question was, why did I write that article? 
and I pretty clearly explained you the reasons. Yes, and you now, wanted to fast track. I remember. Saying, yes. And now you've again said that I wrote this article because I wanted to defame him and I wanted to no, prove that. I did not, no, no, no. I didn't say you wanted yeah. to defame him. Whatever your reasons are, whether you want to fact check the narrative that people are trying to say, oh, he was religious. I say that is irrelevant, but you still are calling him a blasphemer. You may not have said the words, mm. but it's disingenuous not to acknowledge that you saying, I cannot re even reproduce what he said uh, because it would hurt religious sentiment. And, uh, you know, he argued with people with uncanny aggression about the existence of God. What I've answered this question. I've answered this question that only the courts can rule. Can rule on I'm not asking you to rule. No, 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 no. Let me tell you. Only the courts can, you know, rule on what constitutes blasphemy or not. The whole point of my doing that article was that there was, you know, flawed narrative or incorrect narrative or uh, uh, factually incorrect information was being spread out on the media. That was my point. Do of you think that this type and of nitpicking of someone who has been brutally murdered and their Facebook statuses is even relevant to the conversation? The fact that you think it's relevant yeah, yeah, to yeah, fact yeah, yeah. check they are this. Relevant. They are relevant. Why is it relevant? Let me give you a background on that. Because the authorities in Pakistan, the Supreme Court, the Federal Investigation Authority, the KB Police Department, and even the Facebook authorities, they are investigating Mashal's profile. This is on the record. Now, whenever there is a case in public where there is a murder or there is a robbery or there is any incident, journalists usually tend to do their own investigation and come up with facts. And my question to you is, when uh, when the people questioned uh, uh, Mashal's family or Mashal's teacher about his character and they replied that he was a very good kid, which I'm sure he was, he was a very bright student, which I've written that he was, you never questioned them. But why are you, you know, question his, questioning his profile? Never, I never questioned who, sorry? The cops? The journalist who, you know, asked his teachers and his friends about what sort of a guy he was. Did he ever, you know, uh, uh, say these things? These were actually said on the mainstream media. Well, look, uh, as I told you, I wrote a post about it, right? I wrote a post about Mashal Khan in where I said that people are trying to prove him as a pious Muslim. But you are, but you are interviewing me, not them. Yes, because I don't think that what they did saying he was a nice kid and he was pious uh, is as shocking or appalling as someone taking the time. So here it is. When when the answers confirm your bias, you know, you tend to agree with the uh, with the narrative. But when the when the answers do not confirm, no, I didn't bias, agree with the fact you that shoot, you you shoot the messenger. No, no, you, I'm not shooting you. you, you never, or you, you never. You never interviewed them? You never asked them for an interview, did you? Why would I? I have no interest in asking because them for an it, interview. Because the outcome of their <laughs> interviews confirmed your bias. No. What is my... Hold on. Their interview said he was a pious Muslim, which I wrote in my blog is irrelevant. I'm like, I wish that people didn't have to prove this because it doesn't even matter if he was a blasphemer or not. What is wrong with blaspheming? So I'm ironic. a serial so blasphemer. So ironic. So ironic. You what don't want him to be... You don't want him to be, you know, uh, questioned about his beliefs. 
And right now, you know, he's dead. By, of course, by I don't. He's dead. He was pummeled to death and shot to death by an angry religious mob. Why would I want to nitpick his Facebook post and say, "Oh yes, you know what? Here's a potential post that was blasphemous." And oh well, we should truly missing. Truly missing. I never said that. You have to be, you know, careful with your words. Did I say that? Say no, what? Say what? That he was a blasphemer. No, but I just explained repeatedly how you are feeding into that by saying. You can't say that. You can't say that. Of That's course your opinion, I can. But you can't I have say explained that. how that I can. I've never said that he committed that. So no, it's not no, for no, me no. to decide. Yes, it's you did not, not say those words, but you said that he was the aggressor. You said he pursued conversations. And I never said that he was the aggressor. I never okay, said that. I'll read, I said I'll his, read his posts were aggressor is someone who, who you know, um, it, Initiate something. He, I've. You, you are carefully, totally implying he's initiated this with uncanny can you, aggression. Can you can you read the second para second line? No, of no, the I, I'm not going to have please, you please, select. Please, 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 please. You have to do that. Hold for, on. You want to read it? Sake, yeah. Hold on. You yeah. want to read it? You, yeah. I, I will link yeah. to your tweet where the whole thing is there, so people no, can no, read no, the no, whole no. thing. Read the news item, please. First, read the news item, and then you can go on to the tweets. What are please. you What are you talking about? Which news item? The unedited piece that I wrote. Can you just read the second line, the second para that I wrote? You're talking about the one where it says the posts numbering dozens may not have anything to do with the unfortunate end of a bright, though pugnacious student, but these did touch red lines of serious danger the news investigation reveals. Wow. So, so now you can frame your question when you say that uh, I have implied that his post led to his murder. Absolutely. His, his let post, me tell you how. Post. Let me tell you. Let, let me tell you one thing. All these posts that I quoted, they are from February 2016. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I honestly don't believe that these posts led to his murder because they were old. February 2016 is like, you know, 14 months old. And Right in the last paragraph, I gave the justification of why I wrote this story. I said, Chief Minister of KP and uh, and Inspector General of of Khyber Province both have gone on the record and they've stated that there has been nothing controversial about Mashal on Facebook. Why not leave it at that? Because it's factually incorrect. My <laughs> job as a response, uh, uh, my job as a journalist is to fact check. But do you see how dangerous did you, this is? Did you, did right? you, no, no, no. Did, did you search my profile how many stories I fact check on my Facebook? No, that's irrelevant. Not just related to blasphemy. I fact check stories related to, you know, to uh, Donald Trump, to Imran Khan. That's know, fine. That's fine. But people. what I'm saying yes, is this yes, yes, in particular is very dangerous what you're doing and what you're oh, saying. Yes. No, 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 no. There is an ongoing investigation in this case when... A chief minister of KP and an inspector general who's heading this investigation is saying something which can actually affect an investigation, you know. What is the need for this damn investigation to re- to to try and understand ask, whether he blasphemed ask, or not? Ask, ask the government of KP. No, no, I'm asking you why you feel it's necessary to fact check whether a murdered lynching victim said anything against God or not. Ever? Why is because, that necessary? Why? Why? Why does that seem like something you want to spend your time on? Is this is what journalism is? Fact checking? No. 
No, this is not what journalism is because you also have a brain and you can decide what pieces you want to fact check. And I'm sure that you do not fact check everything in the universe. Like, I'm I'm not disputing that maybe he did did have some posts. I fact check the mainstream things, the the things that are shared on the mainstream media. But here you have acknowledged to me that you do buy into the blasphemy law, right? So you have some sort of position on this. I have no other option. No, you do. Just like you have acknowledged that all laws of all lands should not be upheld in the same way. I am telling you that this law in Pakistan is causing far more damage than uh, a lot That's of your other opinion. That's your opinion. You've got nothing to back up your argument. You I have got case up, upon back, back case of blasphemy accusations. What do you mean? I've got nothing to back. What do? You, what kind of connection do you want me to show? What evidence would be satisfactory? You want me to just list blasphemy cases? No, no, don't list the blasphemy cases. Just tell me where blasphemy law has been abused and the magnitude of these. You know. No, no, no. I don't. Here's the point, though. I don't think it's being abused. I think that any use of it is illegitimate. The law in itself should not exist because if you want to be a truly diverse, egalitarian society in the 21st century, uh, you have to accept that some beliefs are in direct conflict with each other. So blasphemy Aina, laws Aina, cannot Aina, be used Aina, fairly. Aina, Aina, coming this from a lady who gets uh, who gets offended when I call her a lady, and she's talking about. Did I try to laws? legislate against you? Did I try to get you imprisoned? Yes, you 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 stopped me from saying it because this is the maximum that you can do right now. No. So you think that if you were in front of me, I take you to Aina, the cops? Aina, Aina, Aina. This is Aina, absurd. You can't even tolerate someone calling you a lady. I tolerated it. I tolerated it multiple are, times. Hold on. And there are people in Pakistan, there are people in Pakistan who uphold their religious values close to their heart. There are people in Pakistan, majority of them. You just cannot. You know, this is a completely. This is a completely flawed uh, accusation because I don't yeah. think that you sh- should be punished by law for calling me "Hey, lady." I just find it annoying, and I took it the first few times. Yes, but yes, then I said, "Hey," I said, "Hey, why don't you refer to me by my name?" Right? Yes. So yes. I don't think that's unreasonable. That's just common courtesy. I'm not trying to legislate against yes, people yes. saying "Hey, lady." I There's totally no legislation. Agree. That was unreasonable. You did not want me to call you a lady. I won't. But here's the point: the state does not. <laughs> it's not want that I don't want you to call me a the lady. State. The state does not want you to hurt the sentiments of your fellows or your. But how is that? Neighbor, how is that relevant to the lady comparison? Tell me the relevance. The state trying to put people in prison for blaspheming and me just asking you to be polite. The denominator over here is hurting these sentiments. You didn't hurt my sentiments, though. You just slightly annoyed me. Yes, yes, you got annoyed. Yes, that's the point. So how is that? How is that comparable to people being imprisoned for blasphemy? Well, laws come with punishments what yes. law is there for not calling people hey lady what law is there what did I try to do for you you, you are so superficial in your discussion I mean honestly I can't say much more than that I'm but not superficial I, I'm asking I'm how is the you, comparison I'm giving you a reference point that you got annoyed on 
a single thing. So Islam, people getting annoyed Islam about everything, Islam, anything. Islam, Islam, which is practiced by you know a lot of people in the world, more than more than a billion people. It actually says that you, that no one can abuse Islamic figures, not just Islamic figures, but all other prophets and all other religions. Where does Islam get off telling everybody else to abide by Islam's laws? Yes, but Islam has the authority to rule on the people who practice Islam. No? Well, what if they don't? Do they have permission? No, they don't. Islam uh, doesn't I grant just, anyone I, I any... I quoted you that 84% of the people in Pakistan want Islam. <laughs> Which point of this didn't... And what didn't of like? the rest of the percentage? Why are you conveniently forgetting them? See, there has to be a system. And there has to be a system. But... Either so you know, there's a large percentage, or, or or you want a small percentage of people who actually don't want this. So you want their will to be imposed on the 84 percent of of Pakistan? Yes, if that's what fits with modernity, because this is how slavery was challenged. This is how racial uh, segregation was challenged. If Pakistan believed in racial segregation, would you say even today that we must uphold the law of the land? Would you say that there there are people in Pakistan? I forget the percentage on the same poll but it's high that want homosexuals to be killed do you think that that should be part of the law no why why if majority uh, want that it is not but it is not Pakistan's law so. but it is not but if majority and, want and, that and, and, and let me warn you you know I'll just cut off this interview if you again ask me a question about you know apart from blasphemy law this is not about me I told you that I will only discuss ideas over here and next time you ask me if I believe that homosexuals be killed or not. I'm not going to you know entertain that question. I'll just cut cut it off because this is be beyond my dignity to you know below my dignity. What? Why? And you need to understand because because I don't have to answer this question to you. But this is very relevant to you saying that the no, blasphemy no, 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 law no, no, no. should be upheld no, because no, majority I, of people no, want I, it. I have the freedom to decide. I, I have the freedom. To so decide. you're just no. admitting defeat agreed, then in this agreed, argument. I agreed only on the blasphemy thing. But here, you in a derogatory tone ask, uh, are asking me about questions which are not relevant to the interview, and you actually want to portray me as someone who's regressive, who want all the ho- uh, homosexuals to be killed. Who I does do not know. want women to go out. That's not true at all. I'm just asking you. Who want the Saudi Arabian law to be implemented all across the globe? Not at all. This is what you're trying to do. This is what you're trying to do. Not at all. In fact, I'm hoping that you will prove the opposite, which you are not doing. Right? You're yeah, saying that yeah. blasphemy law... Why would I prove it to you? Why would I it to you? Because, because I'm interviewing you specifically about a very regressive blasphemy law. You are asking me a question. You are asking me questions. Right. Nothing. So you, here's, here's... Okay, let me explain why I'm asking you about sometimes other topics which I think are relevant, okay? Because, yes, because you say... You've stereotyped people. You've stereotyped no, people. No, no, no. Only because... Just believe, hold on. Because you believe all Pakistanis, they see that homosexuals must be killed. No, I'm trying to argue against that. I'm trying to say, let's lift oh, up oh, the oh. progressive voices. You, 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 in this part of the interview, painted Pakistanis, majority of the Pakistanis as uneducated people. I'm sorry, but many are. Yes, this is how the you people who want Sharia law 
The people who want blasphemy law, those are not the brightest, most educated voices we have. I'm sorry. And we do have a literacy well, problem in the country. That. You are not an authority on that. That's your opinion. You are not an authority is, on that. And that is just I'm sorry, fact. but it's wrong. You are totally wrong. So you think it's the best and brightest Pakistan? See, what you're doing is you're painting Pakistanis in a very horrible light that Western far riders and, uh, you know, bigots against Muslims will latch on to very quickly. Oh, this guy says even the best of Pakistanis want these regressive blasphemy laws, right? I'm trying to say... I am not the best of Pakistanis. B, this is what is happening in Pakistan if you haven't, you know... So then in the same, I have opened my eyes. This is why I'm having this conversation with you, right? So this is why I bring up the other topics. When you defer to majority opinion, (laughs) then I have to show you that other opinions that are also majority opinions are incredibly disturbing. There has to be a way we have to ascertain whose opinion will be implemented. And that's through a democratic manner and democracy. We've already discussed how Pakistan Democratically, people said that blasphemy law should be implemented in Pakistan. What kind of democracy employs fear of religion? On the record, Pakistan does not have a Sharia law. Pakistan does not have a Sharia law. It just implements some parts of it. If it were to go forward, we would have... Yeah, which are convenient convenient for the the legislators. Mm -hmm. So, if we were to go more into Sharia, then we would resemble Saudi Arabia more, right? No, Saudi Arabia, uh, that's not Islamic. That's not the Islam that I. Oh, you know, uh, well, that's practice. just that's just your opinion, right? In uh, to yes, some and people, that's my opinion, and Saudis have their own opinion. They have all the right to you know. That is the birthplace of Islam. That's the birthplace of Islam. You can't just deem it non-Islamic just because you don't agree with that what interpretation. What sort of a logic is that? What sort of a logic is that? <laughs> that, that is the Islam, source. That, that is that, the source of it. That is where it came from. And you understand that people have different opinions, right? So now you're deeming an entire segment. So, 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 so. Let me give you an example. So uh, this whole Renaissance reformation that happened in France. So France was the birthplace of, you know, separating religion from, you know, uh, politics, talking about Renaissance, Reformation. But eventually it fell in the hands of Hitler. So your analogy is totally wrong. Where, uh, uh, so Saudi Arabia that, uh, is like the Hitlerized version of Islam. Now, look, I'm no fan of Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is no Islam. Saudi Arabia is no Islam. That's what I believe. Many people. Do you think you're the arbiter? Do you think you're the decider of what Islam is and what isn't? That's not what. That's not the Islam that I practice. That's not the Islam you practice, certainly. But that is the Islam that many an increasing number of Pakistanis are practicing. Wahhabism is being imported largely to Pakistan as well. Uh, can you just back up your argument with facts? With with facts that you're going to deny that with figures. With figures that Pakistan is fighting towards Wahhabism? This is a pretty obvious, statable fact. Like, why would you even challenge this? You can just see this in Pakistanis. If you know Pakistanis, things are changing. People are stopping from saying, uh, you know, Khuda Hafiz, which means goodbye. Now they have to stop and say Allah Hafiz. Everything is becoming more Arabized. Which Pakistan Pakistan are you talking about? Which Pakistan are you talking about? I mean, they were like, you know... uh, 
millions of cars in Pakistan and only 100 cars they have the number plates starting with Al-Pakistan and people think that Saudi Arabia is taking over Pakistan this that, that for you me don't, you have no not more. seen an increase of hijabs of niqabs in Pakistan over the years you have not seen that come on are you what being serious Saudi Arabia what has that to do with Saudi Arabia that is an important you, how much do you think that our country valued hijabs and niqabs we barely saw those Which Pakistan are you talking about? Well, there are many diverse Pakistans, right? I'm so, not saying. So, so, so you mean to say that before the creation of Pakistan, nobody in no, Indian subcontinent? No, that's not what. No, that's yeah. not what I'm yeah. saying. I'm saying that it's very evident with schools like Al Huda, with lots of people subscribing to the Nikabi mentality. You're talking about a school or a minority of people. You know, Al Huda is not, you know, a sample for Pakistan. Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, so what you you're trying to look at this in black and no, no, white no, no. terms, no, no, no. right? Either I all agree, of Pakistan I has agree. been taken over, or none of it has. None of these I are true. May, I may agree that people have started to you know follow Islam more religiously, but that but that has nothing to do with Saudi Arabia. People of Pakistan, if they want Islamic law or Sharia law. Then I don't think that people. Uh, you don't think Saudi Arabia, Arabia has funded madrasas, uh, mosques they have, they have, in they Pakistan? Have, so where? Why do you? What do you mean so that has, that has nothing to so do has, with Saudi Arabia? So has, so, so has Iran. So has Iran. But don't you think Saudi Arabia funding mosques has something to do with people practicing Wahhabism more? Like, okay, now we're on a tangent where you're just arguing about semantics and stuff. So what what I've observed in the Pakistani community is that many people now leaning towards Wahhabism. Now that is not to say that the entire country has been taken over, and that's not to say that nobody is can doing you, it. Can you explain what Wahhabism means to you? Should I should I threaten to cut off this interview if you ask me questions that are not relevant to blasphemy laws? But you you were the one who went to Saudi Arabia. I was not the one. Why am I giving Saudi Arabia as an example constantly? Because you keep talking about uh, upholding majority opinion, yet you agree with yes. this, disagree with this one country, and you deny its uh, very Islamicness, right? Do you think that you decide what's Islamic or not? You don't, I, right? I I am supporting a country that is democratic in only its, you think you know, legal. Uh, uh, Legal formation of the parliament in Pakistan legislates in a democratic manner, but in Saudi Arabia, there is no democracy. It's just the, the, the you know the whims and wishes of that single king. Yes, yes, you're right. You're so, right. But so at the same I can time, support Pakistan, but I cannot support Saudi Arabia. What's the di- we also have theocratic elements to Pakistan. You know that blasphemy so, so, law is one of them. So. So, so you want to uphold the blasphemy law, which is coming directly? I want to uphold all the laws of Pakistan because I'm a law-abiding citizen. And if I'm saying, if I'm showing you that some of the majority no, no, of no, views, no, 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 you haven't been able to convince me. You haven't been able to convince me. You won't me that allow me to discuss anything else with you. You said you'll cut off the interview. So, how can I convince you under circumstances like that, where you're threatening to end you the just- interview? <laughs> You you just have to convince me why people of Pakistan would want would not want blasphemy law in Pakistan. Because okay, because it benefits everyone. Even our right wing preachers can be accused of blaspheming and then have to flee the country. Who exactly is this ridiculous law benefiting? What exactly does it contribute? So your so so what I've gathered from your 
argument is that the issue with blasphemy law is that it is being misused no. and because it is misused people flee, flee the country no. because they are accused uh, uh, baselessly no this is what you have just said this is what no even yeah. if they are accused with reason anyone yeah. Yeah. can find anything blasphemous at any time so it doesn't have to be misused it is just the application of such a stupid law to begin with that is problematic so for that for that the state is there that can decide if anything was blasphemous or not aha uh-huh. and then the state States. imprisons people like asia bibi who you know so there has to be a law in the land what kind of the, law wants to protect majority religious sentiment from minorities what why does it need that what why you and know that people will ask why, questions asking why, questions why not, is part of a healthy why society would not, why would not a state you know safeguard the interests of its of its citizens and bring about laws which you know uh, stops anarchy creeping into the society anarchy you think it's going to be anarchy just from people being able to voice uh, irreligious opinions freely that's anarchy to you do you think the entire west is anarchy their, people can always voice their opinions no they can't but, you see what happens you saw what happened to mashal khan you said he was living dangerously was, yes yes it all comes down to you know when you attack someone's beliefs when you attack someone's belief I mean, what if, if their are, beliefs are stupid so he has all the right to practice his stupid beliefs that's fine so, he's not being stopped so, from practicing but so, this is why secularism is, being, is a good solution he he's is not being, being stopped, stopped practicing no 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 you are brainwashing him you are actually telling him that you are wrong that all your ideals have been wrong that's just me life, expressing you know? my opinion you don't think that religious people are brainwashing non-religious people I mean the whole country yeah, of Pakistan yes, yeah. is brainwashing yes, yeah. everyone into believing religious ideas. I have no answers for your generalization of you know I don't know which Pakistan you've been to but this is not the Pakistan that you talk about. Which 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 part is inaccurate the fact that Pakistan is uh, brainwashing people into religious indoctrination that's not accurate? No, that, that 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 does not happen. That does not happen. as much as you talk about it let me give you a right to you know let me give you a quick background of what pakistan is pakistan recently like i told you about the mumtaz qadri thing there was another example the prime minister of pakistan renamed a school a university school after abdul salam dr abdul salam who was an ahmadi yeah yeah So yes, you can but, yeah, no, 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 I don't. Progressive example. No, and you only pinpoint the things that you think is convenient for your narrative. No, do you know how mistreated his grave has been because he's been an Ahmadi? Just because someone named a school after him now does not dial down the damage of the anti-Ahmadi still, sentiment that is endorsed still. by the state. Just because someone did something progressive somewhere does not mean that the same prime minister isn't endorsing. A, an environment where blasphemy is viewed as a crime that is the problem in itself pa- pakistan is not the only country where you know uh, that's, irrelevant. that's irrelevant that's no, irrelevant though no, pointing pa- at another country relevant? doing why, something why stupid doesn't mean that pakistan isn't also doing something that's not, stupid that's not uh, as a student of ir i don't believe that stupid ideologies and states have laws that protects their interests that may Do be you not think that may be oppressive that may be oppressive but re- realism demands that 
This is not realism because you are not existing in the rest of the world. This is not realism. You have to push your population forward to coexist with the rest of the century, which we are not doing. We are holding Pakistan back. When you hold people back from expressing their ideas about disbelief in religion or even just questions, you are holding back scientific progress. You're holding back a lot, maybe some creativity, wow. Wow. some wow. Uh, wow. arts. Uh, there's so many things that fall into no, blasphemy. No, 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 no. You are actually blaming Pakistan's ill for 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 religion. I mean, religion has nothing to do with Pakistan's ill. If Pakistan <laughs> isn't been able to produce, you know, um, let's say a scientific invention, a brand new car, or you know, uh, the uh, the innovations. It has nothing to do with the religion. It has to do with the state's callousness. State hasn't been able to upgrade the education system. It has nothing to do with the, the religion. They are or happy to upgrade it when it wants to upgrade in terms of include, including compulsory but Quran readings, right? Oh. Oh. So they they can As upgrade it. <laughs> they can upgrade it in a religious that's manner. That's not an upgrade. That's not an upgrade. I don't know which Pakistan. Yeah, that's a doubt. Why, why do you keep saying it's, that? Why are you delegitimizing de- my experience because, as a Pakistani? Because because I studied in, in Pakistan's government schools, and the uh, 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 the Quranic education has always has always been compulsory for Muslim students. Uh, no, I no, I went to school there, and I was not forced into reading Quran in school. Which uh, you must have been to a private school, but I'm talking about the government schools. Okay, government but what is this legislation that the National Assembly just passed to put uh, compulsory Quran readings? <laughs> what is that? I read that in Dawn News. So if you're telling me it yeah, always existed. Yeah. Uh, the only difference is that earlier it was up till 8th standard now it's up till I think 12th standard there you go so that is some sort of change which these people feel why is that wrong and why is that wrong why is that wrong because do you think we need more religion in schools right now when people are being lynched for hurting religious sentiment people 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 have chosen the religion they want to practice it. They have been indoctrinated into it. You see, you're saying that anyone expressing that's your opinion. That's your opinion. You are are you are painting Pakistanis as if some zombies or brainwashed people who've been indoctrinated to you know to kill on the whims of their no. master. No, what, what I'm saying is, your yeah. these laws are preventing people from speaking freely. They, oh, this oh, is not oh, zombies. Oh, oh, these oh, are people oh. fearing their lives. Anyone oh. that thinks how differently. That? How is that? How is blasphemy law stopping people from expressing their opinion? Uh, did you really just you did know, you really society. just ask that question? Did you yes, just I did. ask it? Yes, just I did. think about what you just said. Yes, yes, go on, go on, please. How, I ask this question. how are blasphemy laws preventing people from expressing their opinion freely? Think about that yes, for a yes. second. Expressing your opinion in terms of you know uh, scientific inventions and going about stuff. That's what because you're saying. Suppose you want to refute some sort of Quranic science claims by whatever yes. you do. So, do you not think that you could be held back by fear of being accused of blaspheming? What has that to do with the scientific What? <laughs> I just told you. I literally just told you. Mm-hmm. If you are expressing something contrary, which is scientific and is progress, but it is contrary to the vague religious beliefs, 
Why do you not think that someone would be held back? Has just ever been a case? Has there ever been a case that's so hypothetical? Has there ever been a case like that? Why would there be a case like that when people yes, are not yes, allowed to speak freely? What? What? No, 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 no. Yes. Are, no, 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 no. So how many countries, how many Muslim countries have blasphemy laws? They're, They're all, all wrong. wrong. But there are, there are like 52 Muslim states. That's has fantastic. Been, has there ever been, you know, any scientific invention that has actually refuted Quran that, that has been stopped? <laughs> or, or even in the U.S., Muslim scientists are there. There are other scientists. Well, they go there, there because they can be freer. Yeah, right? but there has never, but there has never been a claim of that sort that you're you talking about. You just gave me an example of a scientist, right? A Pakistani Ahmadi scientist who you said mm. there was a school named after. I'm telling you that his grave I, uh, was desecrated I, uh, because his, of religious sentiment. His scientific inventions were never questioned. No, no, no. But his birth was questioned. His entire humanity you, was questioned because he was a I he was an Ahmadi. I appreciate your art of misleading conclusions. You said What? that those those blasphemy laws and the regressive laws are stopping people from following the path of scientific inventions. And and then you gave me example of Dr. Abdus Salam. How is that relevant to your earlier example? No, what I'm saying is that his entire humanity was questioned. How many more but, people do you think like that? Religious, but his scientific inventions were never questioned. Were they? I don't know. Yes, I no, don't yes. know enough about they, his they were never science. So, so then why no, are you quoting an example? No, and don't you think that just they, they the chilling of debate, just the chilling of conversation when there is no free speech, don't you think there could be many scientists that could have been, but just are not because they did not have the opportunity to speak freely? Don't you think that blasphemy laws you can't even quote a single incident where this has happened how this, can i because they this, would have been imprisoned this, this assumption is this assumption is totally you know hypothetical it has never happened it has never I've happened never, because we have not been geared to flourish in that way right so we are not so, a very science so what about culture. the countries what about the countries that actually allow people to you know uh, Saudi Arabia, Saudi no, Arabia no, 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 has no. a lot of I money and a lot of funding for science that it supports, but it will punish anyone who. I know. What? I've already stated that I won't talk about Saudi Arabia, <laughs> and then you, then you again because because your your problem is that you only you only know about Saudi Arabia and you paint the whole Muslim world with the umbrella with the paint with the brush of. Saudi Arabia. Saudi That's Arabia not true at all. In Muslim fact, world. I argue with Western right-wingers all the time to not do that. I you argue... are not going to quote an example of Saudi Arabia to me. If you do, I won't answer the question. Because I don't you believe... You see the conditions Saudi you're putting Arabia me under? I can't ask you anything related because that is not directly blasphemy. I can't talk Arabia about Saudi Arabia because, because that's just not Islam. Now, I'm still somehow supposed to convince you when you have put me in under all, all these conditions. It's not about convincing. You have to ask me questions and I have to answer you. It's not about convincing. You've asked me to convince you. And did I say that? You said that earlier. You said you have not convinced me yet. What what does that mean? Okay, go on. Go on about what? Uh, am I supposed to seriously prove to you that blasphemy laws 
chill no, no, the your, freedom of your speech. Example, your example of Dr. Abdul Salam, the way you used it, it's so, you know, flawed. This is the only word that... I will give you another example. Oh, okay. uh, uh, not a scientist, but a filmmaker. What's her name? Charmaine obed Whatever she makes... She is hounded by right-wing Pakistanis and called a Western agent, whatever. Like, they do not accept her art. Malala, who was shot in the head, Pakistani conservatives do not accept her as a legitimate voice. They call her a Western puppet. Now, anyone that is expressing some sort of dissenting opinion is immediately delegitimized. And that's what you're trying to do with me by saying I'm not, you know, what kind of Pakistan do you know? What kind of Pakistan are you talking so, about? So, 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 A, this, all these examples that you gave that has nothing to do with the scientific nation. B, I can quote you innumerable examples where the Western world have, have, you know. Uh, oh, I'm not accused, saying the West is accused. perfect. No, 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 no. The world has accused other people of being agents of the other world order you know there have been examples but what Trump you're doing is people. you're pointing the finger of, elsewhere right you think that excuses pakistan i don't care like i'll admit all the flaws over, of the west world over, but you can't blame only pakistan i will blame pakistan for chilling no, the no, speech you, in pakistan i will blame pakistanis for not accepting you, people you like malala you don't even know you don't even know the level of freedom people in pakistan have to voice their opinion what are you people talking about you know even tahir shah he's like a silly comical youtube star unfortunately for you the freedom of opinion is only you know attacking the religious beliefs what did tahir shah That's do tell me what opinion. tahir shah did he sings the silliest songs with the silliest lyrics like angel uh, eye to eye there's nothing religious about his songs but yet he had to leave the country as well because he was being attacked. He was not being attacked. He was, he was being criticized. For no? what? For the stupid songs that he sings. No, let me, hold on. Let me pull it up. Daher Shah flees country amid death threats. I've just given you so many examples, each of which you have just not accepted, right? Do you think this is a country that allows freedom of opinion? Even when a silly clownish YouTube singer has to leave for death threats, he has said Nothing controversial. It has nothing to do with his content. His his fleeing from the country. I don't even know the reason. How can I comment on it? People make all sorts of songs. There have been Bieber girls. There are other people. There is Nasir Khan Jan. But you who, here you are who, insisting. Who people unfortunately, law, uh, laugh at. But people allow him to express his opinion. But here you are insisting that Pakistan allows some great freedom of expression for people, right? Yes, yes, yes. You're, you're and, literally saying this to me. And you gave an me. example, and you gave an example of Sharmin Ovechinoy. Yes. Her film was screened at the Prime Minister's house. Okay, so do you, so, do you think that takes away all the negative doesn't that give attention? A message? Doesn't that give a message? It starts from the top, no? No, it doesn't, because the same Prime Minister also accepts... Uh, removal of blasphemous content. So he wants to watch a documentary. That's great. That's not his opinion. It's not his opinion to remove that blasphemous was ordered, content? That was ordered by the High Court. He clearly buys into that. 
because he has not court, stood up against because it. the court. So you can't it. show me one good thing that he does in order to smooth over the other horrible things that he does. You, ha- you haven't given me a simple uh, one example where uh, the debate in Pakistan has been killed apart from the blasphemy laws. Where We're scientific inventions have been stopped because of religious because laws. Because they might have never happened. How can I give you an example of something that might have been chilled before it even existed? Oh, it's just a figment of your imagination. It's not a figment of my imagination. Can you not extend an understanding into how blasphemy law could curb people asking questions to do with science, to do with art, to do with uh, literature, to do with poetry? You don't think? You don't think it could chill the debate in these things? Yet you can't even quote me an example where it has killed the debate on Dude, there's no debate. People are being lynched for blasphemy. What debate is there? Are you honestly saying that that there is no debate in Pakistan against the blasphemy laws? There was this debate in the Senate four days ago that the Senate of Pakistan stated that the blasphemy laws need amendment. Yes, and what happens to governors that question the blasphemy law? What happened? But that was a one. He, he was shot by his own, I, and he was celebrated. The murderer yes, yes. was celebrated by a hundred thousand people, by lawyers. So you're Who's really telling me hundred thousand figure? And I'll pull up the article right now. That's just hypothetical figures. I I covered that in that whole you know funeral thing. Yeah, it was not more than. It was not more than 20,000 or 25,000. Oh, oh, okay, okay. okay. Let let me say, even if that's true. It was not more than 20. I'll correct my facts. I will pull up the article. Now, you're you're being pedantic about 20,000 versus 100,000 while missing the whole point here. You're missing the entire point that I'm making. That this is a dangerous mentality, this protection of a blasphemy law. This coddling of people's religious sentiments is dangerous. No matter how many examples I give you, you wrote about one example. What 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 has blasphemy law to do with Mumtaz Qadri? I ask you again. If blasphemy law was implemented and if there was there we go. an accusation against the government, if I've there just was pulled up the article from the Guardian. Okay. An yeah. estimated crowd of more than a hundred thousand people have attended the funeral of Mumtaz Qadri in a massive show of support. And I can show you tweets from the people who actually covered it and saw the crowd who say that that, that was not more than 20,000. Okay, so 20,000 you think exonerates and I, and I was in, uh, the public. Okay, from, let's from say there were 200,000 people. Let's say. See, this for, is this now we're talking for, because you're not say, missing for, the point. For argument's sake. Sure. What has that to do with the blasphemy law? Because if blasphemy law was implemented, Mumtaz Qadri would never have been allowed to kill Salman Taseer. What no? law would you like to have been implemented? What would you have liked to happen in that situation? Okay. When okay, the state is acknowledging that blasphemy is a crime, that's the problem. Let, let me give you an example. When the state did not you know, say that blasphemy was a crime. Do you know the incident of Ghazi Ilmdin? No, no, I don't know. But you're now giving me an example. example. Let me give you an example. You, you can Google it right now. Just Google Ghazi, Ghazi Imdin. G-H-A-Z-I-I-L-M-D-I-N. So he was the guy who killed a person who allegedly uh, committed blasphemy. And that was before Pakistan came to be. Okay. There was no blasphemy law then. So which law... 
you know incited that guy to kill the other person which law so what you're blasphemy? saying uh, well his religious so your sentiment argument is your argument is that blasphemy law incites people to take matters into Hold on, into you're their get, hands. so this guy is from 1929 1908 yes. to 1929 so you had to go back <laughs> like almost a century Yes. To find me an example outside of blasphemy laws where people are killing for blasphemy. Yes, yes, yes. So you don't think that his religious beliefs might have inspired him to do that? The same religious beliefs yes, which we are trying to... Obviously his religious beliefs inspired him to do that. So we are trying to protect... With the blasphemy law. No, 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 no it does because that, that no, no, no. legitimizes you, it. You, you said that the blasphemy law inspire or motivate people to take the matter into, the, into their own hands, no? No, I didn't say it didn't motivates say people to take the matter into their own hands. I said it legitimizes the concept <laughs> that blasphemy is a crime. But back then there was no law. So back then what? Right. So you? now it's gained even more legitimacy. Now the state is saying, yes, blasphemy is a crime that we should punish against. Do you think that does not contribute? So, so, so is, you know, a robbery a crime? So killing someone is what a crime? But the earth? state doesn't allow, but the state doesn't allow you to kill that person. And it, and it never you know, incites people to take matter into their own hands. Yes, but the, the robbery is a thing that we should not co- condone as a society. Blasphemy is, you know, is highly subjective. It's not something that you can legislate against. Robbery is not subjective. Either you did it or you didn't. But a, 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 a majority of the Pakistanis believe that when someone has committed blasphemy, then there is no other way than to, you know, punish him. So... Then there is no other way. You ju- but you do agree that there should be a punishment, that the punishment should be upheld, and you just prefer that the state carry it out rather than a mob. This is my problem. I think uh, we've debated this issue for long. Yeah, I think we're just going in circles at this point. And, and uh, let me just ask you to please visit my Twitter handle. Okay, what and is it? You can just this, say it for the listeners as well. No, no, no. There's this tweet where I've uh, voiced, uh, uh, which I immediately wrote after, you know, uh, Mashal's murder. And I just read it from there uh, on why this keeps on happening again and again in Pakistan. What well, I actually believe. So, no, why don't you just tell me instead of sending me on your Twitter? Why don't you just tell me and the listeners so they don't have to do homework and they can just understand your views? Let me just open it up. I'm not just sending it to you. I'm. I just want to quote it to you. Okay. Just a second. Here's what I believe. Uh, why people take law into their own hands. The point that I earlier made was that people of Pakistan, majority of the people, uh, they want Islam. But people like us, who are the urban elite, yeah. who uh, who want you know uh, the democratic freedoms to be upheld, and we. Every night on our TV shows, we talk about democracy, freedom, freedom of expression, etc., etc. We are in minority, and there is this disconnect between us and them. Now, the people of Pakistan who are in majority, they actually believe that there is a disconnect, and the law that is being implemented is selective. They don't believe that the law that uh, is being implemented, and they have no regard for the law. That is why people take matters into their own hands because they believe that the law will never take its course and people will not will never be you know, tried. It is because 
the justice system of Pakistan has totally collapsed. That is the only reason why so people take matters into their own hands. That people, yeah. I read this and I found it equally troubling. So you mm. think that people want a harsher religious law and they are not getting that, right? So if the law was to implement itself in a harsher, more religious way, no, then people no, would no, not no, 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 no. feel this no, disconnect. No, 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 what are you no. saying then? No, what I'm saying is that we need to come up with something that is uh, compatible for, for both the segments. And above all, law needs to be implemented so each and every citizen knows that if there is any uh, wrong happening, it will be dealt with by the state. But you are endorsing right blasphemy as a wrong, right? Uh, the law of the land states that and I have to follow the law of Pakistan. But yes, so then you are. So stop being roundabout about it and just have the courage to say you do endorse a blasphemy law. You have to give me this lawyerly answer that, oh, the law of the land says it and I have to... Obviously, I have to endorse the blasphemy law. <laughs> Good to know. See, now now you're talking honestly. So mm. suppose some other country like the U.S. where Trump has now been elected. And mm. suppose that he was elected by a majority vote, which he wasn't. But the majority of the country believed that all Muslims should be banned. And suppose they implemented this law. You see, even he was challenged when he proposed something that people believed was wrong. So and how did they, and how did they challenge him? How did they challenge him through the judicial? Exactly. Yeah, but this is a country where you exactly. can do that. Exactly. That's my point. What's if your Pakistan point? wants to get rid of the blasphemy law, it has to be through a legislation. It has to be through the will of the people. And how do you think exactly. that legislation will come about when even governors simply questioning the existence I, of the law I, are being I, shot I, up and their murders are being celebrated? And then journalists I, like you I, are finding I, it I, worthy of their time to justify blasphemy laws and demonize Blasphemers. Five days ago, let me tell you about it. Five days ago, I've told you recently, five days ago, the Senate of Pakistan questioned the blasphemy law. That's the way, that's how it should be done. You can Google it. Senate of Pakistan has actually questioned the law and stated that the law needs to be changed. And this is how it needs to be done. But you don't think citizens have any responsibility to raise such questions. You are just here to uphold the blasphemy law. Don't you see a problem with that? Can't you be a part of the progressive movement challenging it? I don't see any problem with that. No, it's not. I'm I'm not an activist. I'm a (laughs) journalist (laughs) whose responsibility is to, you know, work in the public interest and uphold what the law states. So as I show you the public demands some seriously disturbing things which you don't want to talk about so why 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 stop there then why not work in the public interest for those types of things uh can you quote me an example i don't you have not allowed me to quote you an example you have told me you'll cut off this interview if i do no, you asked me about the, that homosexuality thing. Yes, there there is no law in Pakistan, and I said that there is a, there's no law in Pakistan. No, 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 no. What I what you said is that you're working in the public interest. Now, if that is what the the Gallup poll that you cited says that Pakistan majority of Pakistanis want, 
then why not? Why stop at blasphemy law? Why not work to because blasphemy law is a law. Blasphemy law is a law. It, it, it is a reality. But don't you think that some <coughs> laws should be changed? You just said that some laws can be changed, and how was it challenged? It was challenged through legislation. But I'm telling you that politicians who challenge it get killed. Laws can always be changed. I mean, uh, I mean. I don't even care. I mean, they can just change the the law completely. They can, you know, get rid of this blasphemy law. They can come up with anything. But that's for. But, but that's not my job. I am not an activist. I am not a lobbyist. But my you are selectively judge the things on the basis of the law. No, what you're doing is expressing your personal opinion and how you curate what you write. So no. don't no, because how's you're that? the how's one. That? How's that? How's that? How's you're that? the one that chose to further say that Mashal Khan did live dangerously, to say and, that and Mashal Khan... And, and you and I asked you if, it, if, if he wasn't living dangerously no, I said, post in a society like Pakistan, no? But that's because the law is on the wrong side. You it's should be opposing this. It's not about the law. It's about the public sentiment. And I just gave you an example about public sentiment, about some very dangerous things, but yet you're not willing to support those. Why? You see, because you're just taking me in that. circles here. But you, yet you want to, <laughs> after someone has been brutally, brutally, brutally killed, which you acknowledge, you but want to go out of your but way he, but to report that yes, killed because of the blasphemy law. Yes, but you want to say that indirectly been, he was blasphem- it blaspheming. Have, it could have been because no, I never said that, and I, I wrote you it did, in my piece. You did. It could have been because it could have, he could have been killed for political reasons. He could have been killed because he was uh, campaigning against the university administration. Who knows? But it was the charges case. of blasphemy that whipped up the furious religious mob. Come on, it wasn't. You don't know that. You don't know that. I do you know that because that happens time and time again. So yes. So the post that I shared were from February 2016 which is like 14 months old yes but the but most it depends on when the comment from Mashal Khan was against the university administration which was 7 days old Police yes but you see people it. can it take old posts as evidence of him blaspheming to whip up a mob right but and the state but, but in that case in that case these posts came into the limelight after he was killed so into the limelight but you don't know you don't know who had been seeing them and who had been shown them you don't know that right you are but here you are saying that when alive he posted (coughs) material that was religiously combustible and audacious and taking liberties with known concepts of religion he did touch the red lines of serious danger you are kind of victim blaming here whether you acknowledge it or not you are contributing to this problem this is highly irresponsible in such a dangerous and toxic environment I, I, I think we have to wrap this up in five minutes Sure. My question to you is my, uh, my question to you is that uh, the, the part of the news item that you read his posts I don't know if you've seen them or not weren't uh, these posts offensive in a society like Pakistan it is that's irrelevant that's irrelevant no no why why is it irrelevant you have to answer because yes offensive no. is subjective were they, were they, no uh, according to you According to you, you understand Pakistan society. 
you know they are not educated people most of them oh now you're acknowledging this no 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 according to them this is what i said according to according who? to you according to you most of the pakistanis do you want to know the li- do you want to know the literacy rate of pakistan let's not let's not go there Why? let me just complete my argument let me just complete my uh, argument and then we can go there okay okay so you believe you say that uh, you said that most of the pakistanis they are not educated they don't have the exposure so tell me this if those if that segment of pakistan sees uh, these sort of posts would they get offended or not yes or no according to you but opinion. you want to cater to opinion. their no, no, whims no no no, no. Oh, no 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 just answer yes or no so people can be crazy not? and get uh, offended by anything people do you believe that or not people may be crazy people may be idiot people may be regressive yes or no Yes, they'll get offended, but I don't care. Oh, that's my story. Neither <laughs> should you. Want. No, no, no. Your story you are, is you blaming Mashallah. Yes. No. <coughs> You're just denying no. what's plainly written here now. That's There's he no said. point in, you know, that's trying saying, to prove him a blasphemer after he's been lynched. That's what you're saying. That's what you're concluding. That's your opinion. That's not my opinion. Look, my only hope is that you're a very young guy and you're going to grow and change your views on this because this can come and hit you in the face and that is going to be bad. You will understand. I mean, I don't know how you don't understand when the organization you work for has already been accused of blasphemy 145 times. Why do you not understand that this concept in itself is flawed? Because it can be used against anyone. Why would you not take the right side on this? <coughs> not my job to do. I'm, I'm not an activist. <laughs> That's such a weak thing to say. I'm sorry, but you are a human, right? You are a human uh, with feelings. I know. Do you know about journalistic ethics? I do journalists. absolutely. Uh, but ever, I also know is, about being and human. There is a distinction between no. What you've done is the opposite of journalistic ethics. You've tried to discredit a, a blasphemy victim. And there is a distinction between being an activist and being a journalist. I'm not saying be an activist, okay? All I'm saying is show yeah, a little humanity. No, when someone is to take a line on a law, which no, I have all the right to not to take you. You know, <laughs> I have to you know maintain my impartiality. This is not impartial. No? You're siding with a truly disturbing law in a truly toxic environment. This is not impartial. That's you believe. That's you are the blaming the victim here, the guy who has That's been brutally you killed. Your never, own words speak I, I for yourself, my friend. Him. I will I never link him. it. Why do you think the news took it down? I said he was living dangerously. This is what I wrote. Yes. You don't <laughs> think it's right to blame uh, the state for living dangerously? They're the ones in the wrong here, not the poor guy who posted something on Facebook a year ago. This is not This is not impartial journalism. This is just being... A very That's your opinion. That's your opinion. You're not even a journalist, and you're giving an opinion on journalism. <laughs> so you think you wow. have to be? You, you think you have wow. to be an, a journalist to give an opinion on bad journalism? Really? Journalistic ethics. Yes, your ethics are out of whack, my friend. They completely are. Because they do not confirm your bias, and I can't. No, because they went after a person brutally murdered for blasphemy and insisted that they were blaspheming. 
There's just that's, no need for that. That's what you say. That that's is what cruel. You say. I never wrote that these are blasphemous. No, you didn't only use the, the words. Can You're just uh, only the courts. Only the courts can convict him of blasphemy. Read my tweets. Yes, yes, I, I understand. Overlooking my tweets. No, I'm not overlooking. I'm not. I'm showing you what your words can be seen as. You may not have said the words he was blaspheming, but you are literally <laughs> saying you cannot reproduce his words because. They will be offensive to people's religious sensibilities. This is, in essence, saying he's a blasphemer without actually saying he's a blasphemer. So, uh, and, I, I mean, again, the whole point of accusing someone of uh, accusing someone someone of blasphemy is that it can only be proved by a court. It should be irrelevant. I the cannot. court should have no business in that. That's what you believe. That's not what, what majority of the Pakistanis believe. And, and we've talked about what so, the majority of Pakistanis believe and how some of that is uh, very, very disturbing. And how yeah, laws can be challenged and how yeah, laws should but, be changed. But, but you're but, taking the but, wrong yeah, side but, on this. But, but Pakistanis have the right to decide for themselves. I'm sure they don't need someone. Yeah, don't you think, don't you think Marshall Khan themselves? had the right to decide for himself? Don't you think every atheist, every Christian, every oh, Ahmadi oh, Pakistani oh, has the right to decide it. for themselves? Please, please stop it. Please stop don't what? Blame the, please don't blame the whole Pakistan for actions of a small mob. Please don't. <laughs> Oh, Lord, no! I'm blaming okay. oh, the system. No, no, you, no, no, no. It is all set up for that. All the Pakistani. No, I'm not. I'm not. My family is Pakistani, and they don't endorse blasphemy laws. And you should, you should take a similar position because can, I, we, can we just stop it here? Rewind back whatever you've recorded. Like thirty seconds. Go back thirty seconds and hear what you said. And now you think I haven't said that? Pardon. You are constantly insisting you want to uphold the blasphemy laws. Then you deny it. It's not going anywhere. It's not an academic debate. It's not leading to something constructive. Sure, it's not. Agreed. You being right. So I don't think there's any point in uh, going further. Sure. I'll just end it here with one quote from your article, which I hope you will think about a bit more and maybe employ some more responsible thinking in the future when writing about a murder victim. On February 8th, Mashal was engaged in a discussion over the concept of God in his typical aggressive fashion about the existence of God. What, I mean, words mean things. Did you know what things. is it? Did you know what is it? Doesn't matter. You know what is it? Doesn't matter. No, 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 no. The words that you... Uh, that you're quoting, they uh, they actually uh, tells us about the magnitude of his comments. You know, and there is no this, this news. This news, you don't call a god. A god. I will go there. Stop I it. I will call a god whatever I want. Okay, and that's, so should anyone else be free to? That's that's your opinion. There is that's no magnitude of insulting religion which justifies a blasphemy law. Blasphemy is some kind of fictional concept when all religions are in, in opposition to each other. Everyone is blaspheming against the that, other religion. Like I said, I, I think you enjoy being in an argument, but I think I, I've had enough of it. Certainly. Okay, well... Yeah. I take no pleasure in arguing with you. I just hope that you will grow out of this because this is not a good impression of Pakistan. And one more thing, and one more thing, uh, before you ask people for an interview, you you tell them that you will try your, you know, try your best to convince them rather than asking them questions, please. 
Uh, well, obviously, we got into a discussion. I did not know how this discussion would yeah, go. Yeah, but your conclusion, but your conclusion talks about convincing. I told you when I asked so you for an interview talk. that we'll so, be coming so, at it from opposite so let's views. Be, let's be ethical about it. Let's <laughs> be ethical about it, and let's let's agree to disagree, and let's just you know appreciate the fact that there are other people in this world who may have who may have an opinion that. differs from yours. Yes, the irony please, of you ending on that note. Please appreciate diversity. That's what I can say and <laughs> I just call it quits. Yeah. The irony of you ending on that note. Please think about that sentence, okay? And blasphemy laws together at the same time. You have a no wonderful lecture, day. Please. No, no no lectures please, only questions. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Polite Conversations. You can support this podcast by sharing the shit out of it, making some noise about it, or contributing via Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash nice mangoes. No Ian mangoes. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at nice mangoes. If you want to make a one-time donation instead of a monthly Patreon one, you can do so via PayPal. NiceMangoes.blog at gmail.com. Remember, no Ian mangoes. If you've got an interesting story and would potentially like to be a guest, you can email me there too. A special thanks to Dylan Beck for theme music, sound, and production help. Bye.